friend You don't ever let them stress you You are now listening to Ford with CC A spot where you come to talk and be free Put your headphones on and turn up the V You can cheer for the winner, she turned up the heat See, see how they win, we all watch the clock And the three-point shot, they took jaws a drop And the crowd go nuts, cranked up but not yet Since 2020, she been had it locked You are listening to See, she got the best news Wake up, don't you press news Don't ever let them stress you And welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk with C. Your girl is back with another episode. And on this episode, I get to chop it up with Destiny Jackson from Loyola Women's Basketball. And thank you, Destiny, one, for coming in, chopping up with your girl, but two, for just making this so easy and giving me that reminder that this is actually what I need to be doing. Because, guys, you know I always have a little story to tell. Before this episode, you know, um, and I got to sit with Destiny and, you know, get her journey and just talk hoops, I didn't, you know, do my normal inboxing that I normally do. Like, hey, would you love to come on my show? And I want to hear your journey, you know. It felt so good for someone to reach out to me and ask me if I wanted to have some girls on the podcast. So that was really dope seriously and that made me feel like warm inside and fuzzy and but just when she came on the show it's always you never know how the interview is gonna go because you don't know if you're gonna get um someone who's really really shy or someone who's going to um be just open into you know letting you uh ask them questions and let in just the conversation just flow and me and destiny's conversation just flew together and it was just easy and i just thank her for you know just being open and honest and just being okay with being interviewed by someone she didn't know and just meeting in that moment and i can't wait for you guys to hear this journey well hear her journey excuse me because it's dope and She wants to be an advocate for our youth. And I always say, like, that is our future. And anyone who wants to put the time and effort and courage and strength and wisdom and power into our youth is amazing. Because, like they always say, knowledge is power. So without further ado, introducing Destiny Jackson. Good evening, Destiny. Thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. How are you? Honestly, I'm so excited. NBA is back. You know what I'm saying? Brian Brown's about to play. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm overly excited. You know, I just had some LBL playing. So you got hyped up, C. So we're about to have some fun on this interview. So it's about to be lit. So tell us who you are and where you're from. Uh, my name is Destiny Jackson. I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. So what it was like growing up in Indiana and what was the basketball culture there? Sure. Uh, Fort Wayne is like the second biggest city in Indiana. Indiana. So you got Indianapolis, of course, they're like the big dogs. But like in Fort Wayne, um, <laughs> it's just it's basketball, everything like literally everything is centered around basketball. Like if you're good at it. You're the man. You're the woman. So being a, being in it in the culture 
uh that Fort Wayne I, I guess his shape has been like a huge impact on like kind of who I am and kind of why I move the way I do um I'm pretty sure people have played there before probably in the past they play AAU anywhere in the past like 10 years uh Spice Fieldhouse is like super famous like that's like my biggest memory of like Fort Wayne basketball like the Spice Fieldhouses or the um, north side uh, high schools where we got people like Keon Brooks that came from and Jalen Butts and all these guys that are um, doing big things now or have done big things within the city so the culture has always been crazy and the competition has always been amazing so it's always been a good uh, solid spot for basketball. Well that's what's up so what was the reason you picked up a basketball? Oh, that's a good one. Um, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't remember. A lot of people ask me that, and I'm just like, I, I, I never, I always remember that. Like, I just saw like a, like I started on like a little, little tykes like basketball hoop, and I just loved it. You know, okay. Ever since, ever since then, I, I've been at it. So okay, that's what's up. So you said like it was like you know, you either the man or the woman. So when you knew you was like the big dog. Um, to be honest with you, so everything now, like I'm, I ain't, I'm not that old. I'm a junior in college right now, but everything right. uh, back then was like, even when I was in high school, it was like social media culture. So mm -hmm. I knew I was a woman when like I started getting like highlight tapes. Okay. And I got, when I got highlight videos and people see my highlights, they like, yo, you a dog, <laughs> you. And I'm just like, I've been her. Y'all just didn't see the highlights, like you know what I'm saying. So that's that's how I knew I was I was that girl. I know that's right. But speaking of highlights, do you feel like um, when it comes to like basketball, it either helps you or hurts you when it comes to actually knowing how to play the sport itself? Um, you, you mean a high license or just I'm just speaking of like when you're actually not when you're actually nice, but when, you know, some people that get that, you know, minute highlight and you don't really have the actual fundamentals down and you don't really love the game of basketball, you know, in a sense, does it help the people that actually love this game? You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, can it either help the, you know, help that or means, hurt some people, you know, cause yeah. you know how the media can get, you know, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I think uh, social media and highlights in general are dangerous, um, in my opinion. I always say watch a full game. Um, but I think, to be honest with you, uh, it just depends on what's being used for. So the reason why I was so heavy into, like, making these highlight videos or getting these highlight videos for myself was because I was striving to get, you know, into college. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people out here be like, oh, look, look at this one pass I had, look at this shot. But it's like you – you may not really be like that for real. You might have just made that or you might have just made a good pass. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when it comes to, like, the lights come on and, like, people see a whole game, it's kind of like you kind of catfish this a little bit. So, it's all about intention. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I, anybody can look like a star on the highlights eh, because it's all your highlights. But, like, what about the behind-the-scenes stuff? What about you actually working? What about the consistency piece of it? So when you say help or hinder, I think it all depends on uh, really the intention behind it. It can help you, you know, if you want to go to college. But if you want to use it as a source of acknowledgement, you know, from people around you, it definitely can hinder. That's what's up. And I agree with you. Um, and speaking of, you know, intention, what makes the best basketball player? Ooh, that's a good that's a very very good question um a lot of people from the city asked me that uh you know being in high school and wanting to go into college um I would say really what makes the best basketball player is 
humility and confidence. And that sounds mm. like two opposites, but understanding that you don't know everything, but also being confident enough to do what you do know all the time at a very high level. I think that's what makes uh, the best basketball players. And speaking of, you know, not always knowing something when it comes to basketball, how important it is to always study the game of basketball. It's so, like, I am 21 years old. I'm a junior at Loyola, and I'm playing for my third year of college basketball, and it's so much that I thought I knew coming in as a freshman. It's so much I thought I knew as a senior in high school, and I learned (laughs) more and more every day. And people say, like, oh, ball is life. I never really knew what that meant until I got to college. It's like, yeah, it takes up a lot of my time, but, like, everything you learn in the – lessons you take from it the long-term ones it really does truly translate over into life so when it when it comes to studying it it's so many small pieces and small details that you could take to change somebody's game completely and the more you put in the thing I love about basketball is like the more you put into it the more you get out so it's not just like watch film I'm watching film with intention am I watching how this girl she shifts her hips and she burst out right, but when she shifts and goes left, she can't do the same burst that she did going mm-hmm. right. It's like those little meticulous things, and I think like how to read a screen. Sometimes you may want to hedge, or maybe you want a low level, or maybe you want to call a complete switch. Like seeing these different things and how it impacts the game in every way, and like seeing different teams and different people playing with different rotations, like it literally never stops. There's something you could LeBron James learns right now. As we're speaking, he can learn something today about basketball. And he's been playing it more than half of his life. So it's it's so interesting because, like I said, it really is like life. Like you learn something new every day. And it don't matter how much you know, somebody's been here before you and they may know it and you may not. And that's OK. But continuing to stick with the process is it's so much to learn. Absolutely. I'd be like, who is that? Like he played. I'm like, oh. Let me write this down. Let me go figure out who I how I can learn and no more knowledge from this player. And I'm like, oh my God, like who is this person? So I understand about basketball as life because there's so many players I don't even know. When that top 75 <laughs> list came out, I was like, who is who are, who are yeah. these people? Um, but back to you. Um, what is your best high school basketball moment? Oh, ooh, that's a good question. Um so uh in Fort Wayne, oh man, this one's funny. So in Fort Wayne, I uh played for high school uh for three years, uh called Northrop High School. And I transferred my senior year to Snyder High School. So mm-hmm. Northrop and Snyder and Fort Wayne are rivals. And when I wow. transferred to- how dare you <laughs> when I transferred to the rival team when we played uh Northrop, I think I had the best uh, scoring game I've ever had in my life. I think I had like 30 points. Oh, yeah. that is crazy. Did you like, do it in that? Did you do that your last year? Yes, that was my senior year. That's that's how I went out. And uh, you we went out with them. a bang for sure. Wow. Played them the, first, the first game of like postseason, we played them like when it's like, you know, winner go home and we sent them home. So. Wow. I know they were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that must so have felt was, so good though, huh? It it wasn't even like I'm gonna get my get back. It's just like I'm talking about for yourself, uh, just as like yeah, it, it was like this could have been, been us, y'all. Like I ain't have to leave. Like we could have did this together. Like you know, so yeah, 
that's what's up. What is one thing that you took from, you know, playing AAU, pain in high school, and then picking a college and your freshman year? What is something that you learned from all of those years and bringing it into your freshman year in college? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would say you you learn a lot when you actually get there and you don't realize that you know as much as you do when you come in. Like sometimes people go in like, oh, I'm blind. But like, I think the biggest thing I learned is um basketball, excuse me, basketball stays the same. Um, The only thing that changes are the people. So like people mm-hmm. say like, don't hate players. The game. the game is the same. Like basketball is basketball regardless. What changes is the pace. What changes is the athleticism. What changes is the speed of the game, what changes is the the how tall everybody is. That's the only thing that changes. So I guess I would say that, like, going in, I knew that. And I didn't, like, know it, know it. But I knew, like, that regardless of where you go, basketball is always going to be basketball. It's going to be – some places it may be faster. Some places it may be more fundamental. Some places it may be more uh, athleticism. But basketball is always basketball. And the goal is to put – the hoop in the basket more times than the other team mm-hmm. and to stop the other team from putting the hoop in the basket. So I I hear all this great stuff. Has there been any time that has been any tough moments for you? Absolutely. Um, just being in college in general, I think uh, a lot of things that we do if we don't have um, certain supports or certain uh, sources of guidance throughout processes, it, it makes it harder. So I think going into college, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I wasn't like fully prepared, but I think uh, if I could go back, like, you know, being in high school, like I probably would have listened a little bit more. I probably would have been around <laughs> basketball a little bit more because Don't I think, we all. man, the transition kind of, uh, it was a culture shock for sure. Uh, just not only with the basketball, just with everything in a sense. And I think the toughest moments, I think the toughest moment in my life has been like, the the transition for sure uh just not only like being an adult and handling things off the floor when it comes to like you're you have all the freedom you want now you make your own decisions to you know being the best player on my team to being a freshman in college and all these girls and then you have the COVID year so I'm playing against girls and with girls that are 23 and 24 years old and I'm 18 so like it's things like that um that you don't I'm not saying I don't think there's like it's good to say like, oh, nothing can prepare you for that. But until you go through it, you don't really understand what you may need um, until it's too late. So I would say like those were the tough moments, the transition in the sense of like I kind of came in not thinking like I was hurt, but I was like, I got a little confidence. I'm here and I, I got humbled. Um, I, yeah, girl, check. yeah, I got humbled <laughs> because these uh these people I was playing with, though, like really they've been playing years longer than me. They know mm-hmm. these sets. They know how to set things up. They know the pace of the game. They know um, just the little meticulous things that I was talking about, you know. So I think uh, that's been the toughest thing for me, the transition. And it gets easier, but I had to go through to get through. So that's, that's a fact. Um, you know, what I've experienced, you know, interviewing, you know, college women players, um, we always speak about how important – coaching is and how important it is to have them on the court but also off the court so for you how important it is for you to have a a coaching staff not only on the court but also in that locker room that's it's huge um my coaching staff I would say like right now 
uh, definitely one of the best coaching staffs I've ever had. Um, we go over things. I, I think it's different uh, at a lot of colleges. I think some colleges may not be blessed with, you know, what I have here. Uh, we have coaches that care about the person mm. much more than about the team. Um, a lot of conversations when it comes to coaches, if it's not uh, in practice or it's not like in their like offices, it's about like, how's life? <laughs> like, you know, how you doing? And I think uh, little stuff like that is huge. But one thing about like our staff now is we are kind of put in a space where they strive to put us in the best positions to succeed, not only as uh, student athletes, but as like humans just in general. So even if the little checkups or the, hey, like uh, one, of our, one of my coaches, we have a taco Tuesday, every Tuesday. So every Tuesday we go to um, a taco place like down the street and we just get tacos every Tuesday and we just talk. It has nothing to do with basketball. It has everything to do with how you're doing in life. You know, if you want to talk about class, let's talk about class. But those little things that you have kind of stay with you even when you leave. And how does that relationship help you on the court? A hundred percent. Um, It makes you want to run through a wall for this person or for this group of people. I know these girls on my team love me. I know mm-hmm. my coach staff loves me. So when I get out here, it's bigger It's bigger than me. It's not just, oh, well, I want to score because I want to score. I want to get a stop because I want to get a stop. No, I want to score because they put – they instilled all this confidence in me that I can. I want to get a stop because, yeah, like I want to win and I don't want them to score, but I want to get a stop because they, they thought it was okay to check on me when I was having a bad day or I was having a bad practice, and they put me to the side and said, hey, we ain't going to practice. Let's talk about it. So it's it's just those little things like now I want to run through a wall for you. And I think that's that's the biggest thing because as, as athletes, but I think as coaches as well, like you kind of sometimes you can neglect the relationship piece, but the relationship piece is really the biggest piece in order to kind of get buy-in, not only, you know, on the teaching side, but also uh, as a player, like I want you to know who I am, you know what I'm saying? And I want you to see me, and see my value past what I can do for you on the floor because I've been in a wall. That's right. And speaking of running through a wall, if you could describe your game in one word, what would it be? Ooh, one word. Yes, give it to me now. I'll just say versatile. I think I'm mm. whatever you need. I'm, I'm not. I know that's I'm, right. Yeah, my teammates have really been lately comparing me to Draymond Green. Not like dirty, but like not, <laughs> but like more so he like that clear real quick. <laughs> yeah, like like big guard, little post, but like if That's you need a up. rebound, I got you. If you need an assist, I'm here. Every team stop, needs a, a Draymond I'll though. Stop. I tell so you that. If you need a charge, I'll sacrifice my body. It's just like I'm like a garbage player. Like I do, I might get like four points, but I also got like six boards and I got a few assists in there too. Like, you know what I'm saying? So just everywhere. I would just say versatile. Oh, that's what's up. Okay, I like that. Every team needs a Draymond, though. Um, <laughs> going into the season, what are some personal goals, but also what are some team goals? For sure. Uh, we just moved conferences um, two years ago, so we're, we're now in the Atlantic 10 Conference. Okay. Uh, this, is our second, this is our second year in the Atlantic 10 Conference. Um, some goals for us, straight up, like, we want to win it. Uh, I know that's like, right. You know, we, straight uh, off we the back. Hard- <laughs> we had a hard transition with uh we were in the NBC um okay. as however many years, but we had a hard transition going from the NBC to the Atlantic Ten. So uh what we want to do definitely is of course win the A ten, but uh improve uh non conference as well. 
Um, I think we had four non-conference wins last year. So what we want to do now is definitely uh, use those non-conference games to actually prepare for a conference uh, and win um, more than four. <laughs> you know, I know that's so, right. Uh, and for me personally, um, I would say uh, snatch some old boards. I think I look for the little stuff. And I think uh, right now with specific things we've been working on is like offensive rebounding uh, kind of opens up my game. I'm not much of a of a I'm not saying I'm not like dominant. If I could score, then I could score, but I think a lot of my buckets come off of um transition. Okay. Uh and offensive rebounds. So for me, snatching some more offensive rebounds, because not only does that create another possession for us, but it also gives me another opportunity to score if that's you know something I want to do. So me, my goal all summer, uh all preseason has been increasing our uh rebounding average as a team, but like me doing it personally so it can contribute to the team. Okay. Um. Now we're gonna get into some fun questions. Um. If you had to, if you were the person to have the last shot, would you do it on the offensive end or the defensive end? I was the person had the last shot. Well, not the last shot. Uh, last possession. Excuse me. Oh. Um. That's a hard one. I would say defensive end. I have a lot of confidence in my defense, okay. and I think. I stop someone so okay if not then i just fail you <laughs> you gotta make them free throws like if i if i think you got me beat uh. and you know how them getting under pressure okay uh top three basketball movies oh that's a good one um i don't want to be basic because everybody else's but loving basketball is number one sorry <laughs> it's okay uh, it's not mine it. so it's fine <laughs> Uh, I would say number two is Coach Carter, but it's a close, it's a close one, it's a close one. And I would say, to be honest, number three, mm, mm, I'm probably slander for this one, but like, like Mike, the one with Bow Wow, I thought, oh, I, know that, exactly. I thought that was so funny, and I don't want to get no slander because of that, but like, I, I probably am, but that's my thought. Sorry, it's gonna have to be a snippet because I heard nobody say like Mike. I love like my. I think it's so funny. Like and he's so like he's just so innocent. It's just uh, I just love that movie. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, that one was funny. It's supposed to be getting thought there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to it. Okay, okay. See, now we're just gonna have to jump back to a generic one. How do you prepare for a game? Is there a playlist or? meditation because now i gotta get back on track because that like mike threw me all the way off <laughs> no this one's funny um so i have a favorite song it's mary j blige just fine and wow I listen, my mom I, loves I, mary that's my favorite song of all just time <laughs> so i listen wow. to that every, every single like game day uh normally when i'm like tying my shoes up that's the only thing i have to make sure i do when as i'm tying my shoes up i'm bumping mary j that gets you hype? That gets me, hey, regardless of <laughs> what happened, when we get out here, we're going to be just fine. We've been doing huh? scout all week. We've been working all week. We're going to be just fine. So you're going to be just fine? All right. And if you had 24 hours to work out with anyone, NBA, WNBA, old coach, old players, who would it be? Ooh, uh, I think the basketball, like anybody would say Michael Jordan. Like the, yeah, like the first I would, person to say MJ. 
Really? I got Darius Garland. I got Giannis. I got oh. I, I. No one said MJ. So you got you got MJ. It's the mentality piece of it. Like I you, Cole, you can teach. But... Yeah, you can teach, and even and even Kobe, like you could teach skill, but like the mentality, that's that's a little harder. So like even if it was like a workout, okay, cool, but like the mental aspect of it, how does that look? Okay. You know already know who I'm picking, so you don't even ask me. And where do you see yourself in five years? That is a good question. Um, well, I'm uh, getting my degree right now, advocacy for social change with an English minor. So, <laughs> so uh, one of my goals for sure, uh, just graduating college, I want to get my uh, teaching certificate, and I actually want to teach high school. So in five years, I was myself. Thank you. Good luck. I would see myself as a, a high school teacher and also coaching for that school's uh, girls basketball team. That is what's up. Well, thank you, Destiny. Thank you for coming and sharing your basketball journey with me. It was fire. I will hope that I can come out and see you at a game somehow, see your skills on the basketball court. So please definitely send me your schedule. Um, I would love to see you come play and I wish you all the success this year and good luck to you and your squad. And thank you again. Thank you so much. You have a good one. Thank you. You as well. Guys. Yes, sir. Listen, if you don't know, now you know, because I'm reminding you right now. Squad is back. Full 94 is full in effect. Mondays, 9 o'clock for now. Um, we will change back to 8.30. I will let you know the details. But the squad is back. So make sure you tune in Monday nights live because we talk everything basketball. So make sure you tune in. But until next week, C's out.